knows nothing can understand nothing. Plunge deeper into the darkness and your heart will grow even stronger. Good tidings, everybody, and welcome to the Answer Report podcast. This is episode number 76, and fun fact you've definitely never heard before, everybody. In high school, my football number was 76. Wow. So I'd I'd like to think that this podcast is going to have a little bit of something special on it. With me, as always, is my lovely, beautiful, baby boy brother. Some people might say sexual. Jason. Hi, Jason. Hey. How's it going? Pretty good. That's it. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got. Full disclosure, this is the second time we've done the intro, and the first time Jason <laughs> Jason started going on about how it's hard to smile. It's so I told him we had to edit it's, it out. It's just so hard to even smile, to just force a smile. Anyway, we got an action-packed show for you. Kind of. I Actually, I don't know. I, <laughs> I didn't really plan. Uh, I do have a, a bit of news tidbit. Madison Davenport, Jason, are you familiar with that name? No. She's a voice actor, and she's the voice behind the nameless star in the final world of Kingdom Hearts 3. Hmm. She posted an Instagram post saying that in early July she was recording some voiceover work. Now, it could be that she just got a different job. Okay. Voice acting job. But it could also be she's recording for Melody of Memories, the nameless star again. What? Yeah, that's what, what people are are suggesting. So people um, are saying that like it, they that like either Kyrie's gonna go there and talk to the Nameless Star, or the Nameless Star is gonna like come back to life. No, no one's sure, but it was just I just hmm. thought it was interesting that she's recording voiceover work. Okay, I mean I could see this a cutscene where Kyrie's talking to the different stars or whatever, because right. she's gonna be there. Like we've seen her already there in the trailer. But yeah, so I mean, I guess there's not a whole lot to say about that other than, hey, this girl recorded voiceover work and um, she had to travel to do it because it didn't look like she was in her house, according to the Instagram post. She's wearing a mask. Bleach wipes everywhere. Right. But yeah, anyway, so that's that's the news we have for the day. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> That's the podcast. That's the whole podcast, guys. Also, I want to mention that we were, uh, Jason and I were fortunate enough to be guests on another podcast. It was super fun. Called Game Over Screen, hosted by our good friends Sean underscore AFK and Tyler Tyler Rims on the Merc with a Movie blog uh, podcast feed. Wow. Sean has told me we were supposed to be part of an episode, but we took so long, and it was such a long recording session that he decided to make it its own thing. And he just kind of interviews us on what it's like to be um, YouTubers with a small community as opposed to, like, a big fan famous base. people. <laughs> so uh, it's, a, it's a fun conversation. There's lots of uh, inside jokes to... That you our, guys will love. That you guys will love to our podcast and all that. And so check that out. Uh, it's supposed to be out this week. It probably is already out. But the, to find it, you go on the Merc with a movie blog podcast feed, and it will be called Game Over Screen. And it will probably have our names in the description because we're on it. Yeah. So check that out. 
check out that podcast. We get our, we get our whole own episode. Dude. Yeah, we get our whole own episode. I don't know what he titled it yet because he hasn't told me, but um, he it might was a not, blast. It might so, not even air. Yeah, thank you to those boys for having us on because it was a good time. That, maybe that's what that means. Like, its own whole episode yeah, it's is own like... own whole episode means it's in the trash. It's gone forever. <laughs> it's gone. Not going to come back. But it was fun. And uh, for the record, it was so fun that Jason and I are now... I'm putting this out here. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We are looking they to They can't be, back out now. We are looking to be on other podcasts. So if you have a podcast you want us to come on, even if it has nothing to do with Kingdom Hearts, we would like to be on your podcast. Wow. For free. We will do it for free. I might do it for, like, Nuggies. If you get Jace Nuggies, we'll definitely do it. But we'll do it for free. So hit us up if you want us to be on your podcast. This is a cry for help. Please, anyway, God. Jason. <laughs> You ready for some Dark Road conversation? I'm sorry. I can't talk to you about Dark Road until you do the thing. I know. I'm just asking if you're ready for it. Yeah, but not until you do the thing. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so Dark Road. Best game. Or as I like to call it now, Abu Road. Mm. Because all I get are Abu mm. cards. That's not entirely true. There are two new cards that arrived on 717. Two fan favorite characters, Jason. There is uh, Kyrie, who's a blue card, and her main ability is Gauge Up. And she fills the bonus gauge. Effect value does not change even if cards are stacked. So she kind of is just wasting your time, similar to how Kyrie works in, in real Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, like it, it would have to be a big boost for it to even like. Be I've worth used it. it because I actually drew the Kyrie card on a three. I got lucky on a 300 jewel pull. I drew Kyrie. Wasn't great. Not a great card to add to my repertoire. Ooh, uh, uh, then also, there I'm is triggered. Axel, who uses is a green card, reverse green. Whatever the fuck that means, uh, and he uses the ability Ignite Raid. Okay, which that's is a strong that's not real physical attack. That's not Fire like attack. a that's not a thing. Uh, it's base Fire power raid. is twenty five, and when you have ten of them, his his power is sixty five. So, those are the two new cards added. Hopefully, you had better luck than I did, and you got Axel. I just got stupid Kyrie. Uh, Unlucky dude. Yeah. Now. They've also announced for this week that we're in right now, which it's probably almost done by the time this podcast is. Oh boy. Oh boy, is it? 
Is it? Is it? No, you got a couple days still. Till the 26th, there will be a daily mission board. Which is actually really nice because it gets you some, some BP. It gets you some gems or jewels. Hmm. Get you some quest keys. Okay. Some charms. Uh, if you draw during the 22nd through the 26th, you are guaranteed at least one magic card in a 10-card draw. Wow. So that's nice. You're guaranteed to have at least one not be stabbed. That's hype. Uh, that's hype. The main quest will be added at the end of July, is what they're saying. I've seen two different things. Uh, I've seen just that where it says that. But I've also seen people say, wait, it's Japanese only? No. Which I don't know if that's true or not. No. So someone else will have to clarify that. No. And then finally, a new wind magic card and a new event will be added on 727. No. So if you want to cast Arrow uh, on Monday, you'll be able to if you get the card. No. Yeah, dude, I don't know, man. No, 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 I'm no. Just, I'm just trying to get, no! like... I'm just trying to get powerful enough to where I don't have to grind to beat the story no. when it comes out, you know? That's all I want. We'll see if that's something that I can do or not. I'm level 25, but I think I need a good Axel card or two in order to really boost myself. Okay. Okay. Um, What happens when they just add another 20 missions, but it's like half of them aren't even really missions? And you just get hit with like a fucking massive difficulty wall. What, what do you mean what happens? Like, I grind overnight while I sleep until I can defeat it. Okay. I'm not. Are you there there spend... might have been other people in the past who agreed mm. to play a mobile game. Okay. And then like a couple months into it, we're like, dude, I can't do this anymore. It's too hard. Yeah. It's too painstakingly difficult. There might be some people that do that. I don't do that. Okay. 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 All right. Cool. Okay. I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad we have okay. an understanding of that. I thought for sure you were gonna rage at me for that. No, no, no. I mean like are you gonna still play it if it's Japanese only? Like for the main quest. It depends how long it is between. Okay. That's fair. That's if it's fair. like, yo, a couple of days Japan gets it early, I'm fine. If it's like two or three weeks or a whole month behind then I might I might have to quit at that point. You might have to be like, fuck no, baby. Right. Then then I think uh, Damo can suffer for all of us. <laughs> yeah. I think Damo or Gold Panner or these all these people that do this stuff can suffer for us. Um, yeah. So who knows, man? This dark road thing. I just get sad when I think about it, dude. A boo road, if you will. I just get sad, dude. It's, it's pretty it sad. Be, it just be so hard I'm, to even just smile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely playing a lot more Dissidia Opera Omnia than I am playing Kingdom Hearts Dark Road. Yeah. Like, way more, because that game actually rewards you for your time. Yeah. Unlike Dark Road, which is like... Like Dark Road, you like leave your you leave your phone hostage for like 10 hours to like get halfway to leveling up. And then yeah. you level up, and then you get, like, plus two strength. Yeah. It's tough, man. It's it's hard out here for a Kingdom Hearts pimp, you know? Right. It's hard out here for a Xehanort, but we're going to keep pushing. 
Before we move on, though, I got to give you my tip of the week. Oh, of course. My Kingdom Hearts Dark Road TM. For all you freaks. Spike Getty <laughs> pro tip of the week for all you freaks. TM. There's a double TM on there. I don't know if you noticed that. Wow. So my pro tip of the week. I did it. What? I didn't. You didn't notice the double TM? No, I did not. Well, one TM was for Kingdom Hearts Dark Road, mm. and the other TM was for the Spike Eddie pro tip of the week for you freaks. Mm. Um, TM. TM. Yeah, I got to say TM. Sorry. Sorry, my lawyers. I didn't say TM. <laughs> so I'm loading up the game right now in order to give you this pro tip. Okay? Wow. Here's, here's the pro tip. I would never load up that game. <laughs> here's the... Here's the pro tip. One of the daily missions, okay, is... Oh, no. I've gone (laughs) cross-eyed. I just look past Mike at the monitor that has Discord open. Yeah, I see uh, Just a Red Nocturne has been using the Oh, no, I've gone cross-eyed thing a lot. I love that. I love that. Don't, Don't stop doing that. Here's my pro tip, ladies and gentlemen. With these weekly uh, missions, or these daily missions, I'm sorry, limited time daily missions, they're giving you quite a few charms. They're giving you at least three charms. Those are like the revive charms. The revive charms, yep. And then when you complete the whole board, it's only nine spots, you get a charm as well. So one of the missions is defeat enemy times ten, rank three. If you're not high level, which I am I'm not, I'm level 25, rank three enemies might be tough you definitely can't auto farm that no definitely not definitely not but i've had success beating about two of these enemies before you wipe getting wiped here's here's my here's my tip for you okay don't be afraid to use those charms oh my god that sounds I'm, like an awful idea i'm oh not my god. saying spend real money and buy charms because that's absolutely ridiculous but if it's the difference between you getting 200 jewels and not getting the 200 jewels? Wouldn't you want the 200 jewels? Well, couldn't you just like reset like five times? Yeah, but I'm saying in order to beat two, if you're a lower level, you might need to use some charms. Mm. I will say if you go up against uh, Invisible, is that what those guys are called with the... With the big-ass sword, with the big-ass yeah. sword? Don't bother. Yeah. just You're not going to take just one leave. out at just my leave. level. Just leave. Uh, if you see one, just you might even just exit. Instead of you trying might just to fight like him. press the home button on your phone. It ain't it ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. Also, uh, separate pro tip: the Kyrie card is dog shit. Take Don't it out of your deck. It. Take it out of your this deck. This is a pro tip that I'm following right now. I hit optimize, and it replaced the Kyrie card with an Abu card. Okay, that's Yikers. how bad Kyrie is Yikers. in this game. I mean, your Abu is probably like level 10 now, yeah, right? Yeah, because this is Abu Road. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Everybody knows about Abu Road. All right, so that's all I have for uh, Kingdom Hearts Dark Road update, weekly update. Okay. I, I hope you guys enjoy it. If you have any uh, tips for all our, all our Dark Road players out there, if you're just like a five-head Dark Road player, hit us up in the Discord, or you can email us at ansomreportpodcast at gmail.com. Or, or you can add us at Twitter at Spike Getty Bros. Or, or you can hit us up on Twitch every Tuesday and Thursday, where we're streaming Final Fantasy 15 or other things. Or you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. 
saying your dark road tip. I mean, that would be like the weirdest way you could possibly do that. But I would still take it and read it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, 100%. Or Jason's phone number is 230-29-11. So you can call him. Anyway, Jason, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to do the question of the week. It's a very, okay. very surprising question of the week. Okay. There's a little bit of surprise in there. Okay. And we're going to do our new segment, which I now have a name, and I will reveal the name after the break. Oh, my God. We'll oh, my God. I need to know. I need to know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the longest-running Kingdom Hearts podcast on the internet, the Ansem Report podcast. Wow. Jason, it's time for a huge reveal. Holy shit. Thanks to Jip214, our good friend Jip214, who came up with this name, even though kind of a softball uh, <laughs> Kind of name. a lob. Kind, kind, of a, kind of a we're so stupid we couldn't think of this name in the moment. But welcome to our newest segment, The Cavern of Remembrance. Jason, this week it is your turn. My turn. Your turn. You picked the topic as supplied by our friends on the Discord when I asked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of a topic that most people, or not most people, but maybe that person in general, doesn't understand about Kingdom Hearts. I don't know what the topic is. Jason is going to ask ask me to answer the question or explain it, and then he's going to give the real accepted answer. And then we're going to switch off every other week like we did last week. So I am nervous as balls, Jason. Hit me with what I got to talk about. And oh, yeah, I only get three minutes to answer it. That's right. So let me get the timer ready. Yeah, I forgot there was a time component to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have as long as you want, which is, it's kind of backwards because you like researched it. Yeah. So you, you maybe you should only get the time limit, but that's not as fun. Okay, I'm gonna start the timer right after you complete your sentence. Okay, this one comes from our good friend Kyrie's bro. What up, Kyrie's bro? And he says, "Why do nobodies have hearts?" Okay, I started the timer. You <laughs> <laughs> went cross-eyed. I've gone cross-eyed. So, from what I understand. Nobodies were told in Kingdom Hearts 2. All uh, we were all told that nobodies did not have hearts, but they still they would be like, oh, nobodies don't have emotions, haha. But then they would still do things that would lead you to believe that they actually have hearts. Um, as for why they suddenly have hearts, uh, it's a it's called a retcon, and it's a thing that Nomura <laughs> does pretty frequently, where he just decides, you know what, I don't really like what I did there. I'm gonna change it and make it so they have hearts. Uh, no, in all seriousness, I don't remember exactly why. They have hearts. Okay. Uh, I I remember. I seem to remember like that they grew them, 
okay. over time because they uh, started to experience emotion and that somehow grew a heart for them. Um, and so I, I guess I don't, I, I don't really, I'm not really the expert on the subject. I know that I feel like Demix had a heart since Kingdom Hearts 2 when he did like the traitor. Mm, I don't know. And uh, I feel like, uh, <laughs> you know, Zemnis is still like being like, yo, I don't have a heart, dude. But I feel like he does. Mm. And uh, I feel like maybe the first nobodies to grow hearts were Axel and Roxas and Shion. But maybe not Shion because she kind of disappeared and then she came back. But I feel like part of the reason that Master Xehanort's plan didn't go through right in the first place is because of Roxas and Axel and their ability to grow a heart or have a heart because he didn't want the vessels to have hearts or some th- I've gone cross <laughs> how much time do I have holy cow a minute 15 um, <laughs> so maybe three minutes is too long for this segment I've mm. decided but mm. I really do think I think for some of them you might need three minutes yeah I really do think that uh if we're talking in non-lore terms, a retcon is how you would describe this. Mm. Because I don't think he intended them to have hearts in the first place. I think that was something that he decided to change because with what he was going, bringing like the the different uh, 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 organization members from the past, the different versions of Xehanort, that doesn't really work if the nobodies don't have hearts. Like, if Zenith doesn't have a heart, what are you bringing forward? Right? And so I think that's part of the reason why he retconned that. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's, like, the technical reason. As for, like, how they explain it in the game, I don't really remember. And I still have 20 seconds. Holy shit. Uh, also, I just want to say hi to Tara and to my family at home. And, uh, uh, Peace I w- and love. I wish I could do the thing where I phone my dad and say, Hey, Dad, I didn't really need your help. Uh, I want a million Because I'm going to win a million dollars. The answer is C final answer i wish i could do that right now but actually <laughs> richard okay, nixon that's that richard nixon is the answer final answer and that's the timer so okay. uh, jason tell me how wrong i was um not not super wrong okay like you're you're pretty close okay um i don't think there was really anything that you said that was like just straight up wrong okay. i mean maybe the whole like I think Axel and Roxas and Shion were like the first to grow hearts. Oh, okay, so that's that not might right. have been that might yeah, because um, okay, so the first time that we were ever told that they could have hearts, okay, was in DDD. Okay, so like or as I like to call it, R R R retcon 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 the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and so the first time that we hear that they can grow hearts is in uh, the world that never was with Xemnas telling Sora that nobodies can grow new hearts and feel emotions and that they kept this a secret on purpose from the other organization members because they were meant to just have Master Xehanort's heart in them anyways. Ah, okay. So that was like the... So they kept it... Well, okay. They kept it secret from them, but why? So like... Because their reasoning in KH2... Like, what they're told is, like, oh, we're going to complete Kingdom Hearts so we can be whole again. That's right. right? That's right. Okay, that but makes sense. But then, in reality, the idea was that they are just going to have Xehanort's heart fill them anyways. So, they were told that because otherwise they w- they wouldn't have been able to complete their goal of Kingdom Hearts. 
Right, right. They didn't know like that their goal was not wasn't because they you. might they might grow a heart. Not because they might grow a heart. Because like you, they can't just go. I'm gonna grow a heart. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. They don't. They can't just like choose to like grow a heart. Um, and then they pop one out. <laughs> that sounds like some Death Stranding shit right there. Yeah, that, that does kind of sound like some Death yeah. Stranding shit. Um, but then there's also some like weirdness where like the reason that they can that some of the nobodies would lead you to believe that they have a heart is because some of them retain their memories so like they know what like a social norm would be when something happens like to be mad right or so you're saying like they remember what it was like to be mad so they can act like the the example i gave with demix is that he when he goes traitor he goes okay socially normally you would get mad at someone yeah for being a traitor so i'm gonna pretend i'm mad yeah yeah, pretty much. Okay. And that's probably, like, why he is how he is, where, like, a lot of... You could say he's, like, the most real for, like, a nobody, where he doesn't really care, because he doesn't have emotions. He's right. just... He just kind of exists, right? I mean, he has some emotion. I don't know. I feel like he, he like, very barely, like, he, he fakes show- his emotion. There's a lot of, oh, come on! with him where he's like exasperated or is frustrated with the situation around him so i'd say that's a that's an emotion i feel like it would be more like the emotion would be like fear because it's like he's acting as if he is exasperated or whatever in order to not get like backlash for not doing shit okay he doesn't care about it that's fair hearts can be grown by nobodies they just lied to them so they will try to complete kingdom hearts which wasn't their real goal anyway yeah. Because they were going to have their hearts filled by Xehanort anyway. Like they, they're... But then... They were going to be vessels. Sora and Axel and Roxas, to a certain extent, ruined it. Yeah, but Which also, is why Master Xehanort had a new plan. Yeah. But Xemnas knew of this plan. Yeah, he somehow knew about the plan, but then also it's like kind of weird it's like he's acting like he doesn't have a heart but how else would he have time traveled well that and like he still is acting like like we, even when you kill him in kh3 he's like you know being being lonely is part of being human zen this he goes it must be so incredibly hard <laughs> oh you know yeah it's like okay dude we know you don't have a heart you son of a bitch one other thing that I thought was or cool... you do have a heart. ...when I was reading about it is, like, um, that normally nobodies have their memories. Like, at least nobodies that are strong enough to stay in their human form. Yeah. They normally have their memories. Okay. Um, but it seems like a couple don't, right? Between Roxas, Roxas. Marluxia... Um, Larxene. Yeah, probably Larxene as well. Who knows about Luxord and Demix, you know? I think Luxord knows more than he's letting on. Right. I feel like he probably does. I'm still waiting for the, don't hate the player, hate the game, Sora. (laughs) But one thing I thought was cool is that because people knew that Roxas was Sora's nobody, 
when you become whole again, you have your memories from when you were a nobody. Right. So they automatically assumed that he had all of Roxas's memories. But he didn't have any of Roxas's memories until oh. they he like they like hold hands or whatever in DDD, in the world that er, oh. in the world that never was. So why the, didn't he the reason his- why they call him? Well, because Roxas has become his own entity at that point. His okay. heart was inside. Okay, like he so doesn't they, have the memories of the hearts inside. That's him. why Demix was like, "All oh, right, Roxas." Yeah, and that sounded more like Axel than Demix, and. Uh, that's why, like, that's why they always call him Roxas and, and stuff like that, and like refer to things. But he don't he don't even know. Yeah, exactly. And then, then that's why they're like, "Why are you acting like that?" Like they know for a fact that that's what happens. Mm, okay. And he's a special case. Yeah, because because he formed his own. He he became his own identity. Right. Okay. So is that is that Which, everything you, you to discovered? me also kind of just like opens up like a weird ass like and I guess they kind of when somebody's heartless and they're nobody both die then they become whole he, yeah they become what they were before right mm-hmm. well like with Roxas it's like he has a heart but he never became like a heartless per se it, right. it makes it very like what is the point. Besides just the memories that Roxas has, that are Sora's, like what is the point of him having to, like merge with Sora if he's his own person at that point? Because they didn't know how to get the memories out of him into Sora, right? And Diz is a racist against nobody, exactly, and didn't care. Like if there was somebody in charge of that whole situation, that was a little more knowledgeable and a little more um, pure of heart. Not pure of heart necessarily, <laughs> but somebody that was a little more tolerant of other people yeah. and other types of people. Uh, maybe we would have had Roxas and Sora from the the get-go, right? Yeah, maybe. And um, so, yeah, another reason just to hate uh, Ansem the Wise. True. Ansem the Dirtbag, as I like to call him. True. Okay, also another weird point that was brought up by this is, okay, so the some of the roles, like when you're reading, like their character files character files <laughs> for some of the Kirk, nobodies Kirk is that they have to recruit more nobodies right so there's two different ways that this could be like thought of is one like recruit other nobodies meaning just like the like dusks and the samurais and all that type of shit right, right? or two like recruit like like, for example, when they recruited, like, Marluxia, Larxene, right. and all that, right? Right. Where it's like, how how the fuck is, like, Zigbar going to go recruit more nobodies without, like, a keyblade to, like, make them into nobodies? That's true. So, like, that means they just had to have found them. Yeah. Or that young Xehanort had already, like, turned them or whatever, and so they knew where they were going to be type shit. Yeah. Well, that's part of the... Um mysterious backstory with Marluxia and Larxene and the other two it's like what uh how do they become nobodies how do they become nobodies we don't know and that's something hopefully Union Cross or some game is going to tell us in the future but yeah good job Jason thank you I think you really you. nailed it and good job to me because I think I really nailed it I don't, we, even th- I don't even think I really nailed it because it's like 
it just it, i feel like it made more it, in, in typical kingdom hearts fashion it made more questions than answers yeah but that's kind of what we're gonna find out from a lot of this stuff too is it's like we're gonna get the most accepted answer on a lot of these because a lot of these don't have a clear answer but you know we're gonna get the answer that most people seem to agree with on some of this and some of it is just gonna be a straight up best theory you know yeah it, we're, we're scientists we're in the lab we're we're <laughs> ienzo and vexen wait what's vexen's real name evan evan Ugh, that's a, that's just a normal ass name <laughs> and we're we're we got test tubes and beakers and we're trying to figure out why nobody's don't have hearts slash do have hearts or why were there three Rikus? Actually, someone... Yes, Playlist Master 123 said on our last episode, I thought I understood the Riku bullshit. I was wrong. So I, oh, feel, wow. like, I feel like we're making a difference wow. in the Kingdom Hearts community. And so <laughs> if you have more... I'm going to make an actual channel for you guys to suggest more of these if you want. We already have a huge list. But like, if there's something that pops up that you go, hey... If it's like a good ass one, we're gonna fucking use right. it, dude. You just go, hey, what's the deal? What's the deal with this? I don't understand this. We will do our best to explain to you. So that was the Cavern of Remembrance, Jace. Thanks again to Jip for the name, and thanks to Kyrie's bro, uh, Kyrie's bro, for the suggestion of what we could explain to you. Uh, now it's time for the question of the week. Question of the week. Which, if you remember, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, the question of the week was what moment in Kingdom Hearts surprised you the most? As suggested to us by Jason himself. Coming up first here, uh, what surprised people the most? We have Mr. Bean Feast. And he says, continuing off my answer to the question of the week this week, a moment in case that surprised me was Yen Sid being a fucking god. <laughs> I knew the man had to be hiding something beneath that desk, but I thought it was just the normal stuff, like a penis. He didn't say that. I did. <laughs> Not the ability to part seas. I didn't realize that this old, boring nerd was almighty god of the realm of light. Everyone was <laughs> fucked in the Keyblade Graveyard, and then boom, in comes literal god. No way they anticipate it. I agree. That was one of those moments we were when we were playing through Cage for the first time. We got real hype. We were like, "What the fuck?" Just Red Nocturne says, "I would have to say the ending of the first game. I didn't expect the Destiny trio to remain separated. It was sad, but a great cliffhanger." Hell yeah! I, says, I remember just like having like my my hands like on my head, like right. literally not like this. <laughs> uh, his bonus answer is Axel says hell and chain on GBA. <gasps> Void Gear Vanita says, What surprised me in Kingdom Hearts series was when Sora sacrificed himself for Kyrie at Hollow Bastion. I can see sacrificing yourself for someone, but Kyrie? Kyrie, bro? <laughs> the fuck kind of life we live in? <laughs> That's the world we live in, dog. Tyler Tyler Rim says, Because I didn't actually play the KH games to completion until the 1.5-2.5 remix on PS4, there's not a lot to surprise me going through them. By then, I had looked up the plots of each of the games that could tell you what was going on like I was teaching a college course. But there are two things that got me to pop off. When I was in sixth grade, I played KH2 for the first time on PS2. I knew nothing about it other than there were Disney characters and this spiky-haired boy. Playing as Roxas was cool because he's cool. I popped off when he whipped out two keyblades that I hadn't seen before, and an axle went, Two? It was basically right, I was basically right there with him. I'm like, how the fuck does he have two? So that was shocking <laughs> at the time. 
Another pop-off was going on to YouTube around the same time in 2008 and seeing people fight Roxas in the world that never was and being like, how do I fight Roxas? All I get is a cutscene. Not knowing that it was a Japanese exclusive version of the game at the time. Mm. Also, there are some surprising things in KH3, of course, but of course I watched all the trailers, so not as many surprising things as there could be. Yikes. True. Very true. Alks says, what surprised me in KH was Sora committing death. Holy shit, I remember sitting there waiting for Sora to finish off Riku, and then he picks up the Keyblade and does the thing. Yeah, he came back, but looking back, it still surprised me that Disney allowed that. Another thing was Ansem being an, an imposter. I remember spending so much time defeating Ansem in KH1. For some reason, the boss fights were mega CBT for me. I was glad he was gone, but then I play KH2 and find out he was just the main villain's heartless, and I felt like all the work was for nothing, especially since that dickbag keeps coming back. And finally, I was surprised that everyone fucking dies in KH3. Yeah, they all come back, but holy shit, it was, for me, it was crazy. Seeing Sora get on his knees and scream really hits you hard. Like, there's something to be said about, like, even just any time there's any type of, like, time travel, that, like, no, this isn't the same, like, world. This isn't the same time. These aren't even the same people. Like, they are, but they're not. Right. And it's very... They died. Weird. They died. And that time, if they're using the timeline... It's very taboo. They're dead. ZR122 says, King Mickey's shirt in 0.2. I was so frustrated at that scene. I spent like six hours going through that game, seeing Aqua deal with being in the darkness for so long, and then Michael fucking Mouse comes along and ruins everything. There's absolutely no reason to have the Dark Tower <laughs> swoop in and destroy his shirt. <laughs> it ruined 0.2 for me, for sure. It broke my immersion. Yeah. <laughs> that, that might be the most... Not just the most surprising moment in Kingdom Hearts, but the most ridiculous moment in Kingdom Hearts. Uh, Wildcat Diana says, I don't know why I said Wildcat weird. Wildcat Diana says, gotta say the Zigbar reveal at the end of Cage 3. Did not mm. see that coming at all, and to this day it gives me chills. That wave of adrenaline and the realization that the heroes are just hanging out on the beach and Sora's missing, where the Master Master currently is, while the Foretellers are reuniting. You just think, oh well, I hope the beach party was awesome because we have to now. Meteor Phoenix says King Mickey appearing in the Realm of Darkness to help Sora close the door. I know it's fashionable to hate Michael Mouse these days, but after an entire game of just hearing rumors of the king while you're watching the heroes try to close the door, you see two dark sides show up and then just explode, and here's Mickey standing in the silhouette of light golden keyblade. It was only about 10 seconds, but it's the most epic Mickey's ever been. I see what you did there, Meteor Phoenix. Okay, okay, I see okay. What you did there. I don't think he actually meant it, to be honest. <laughs> but epic Mickey. Epic. <laughs> Exit says... What surprised me the most about something cage-related isn't an in-game moment, if I'm being honest. I worked third-shift job, which sucks with no direction nor goals. It's very boring, to be honest. I listened to many albums and podcasts, but on a faithful night, I stumbled upon a podcast with two sexy men oh. talking about my favorite video game series, Kingdom Hearts. It's called Got It Memorized. <laughs> it's, it's called Kingdom Smarts. But wait, one of them's a lady. You guys make my shift, <laughs> my night shift every shift. Wait, I'm sorry. I read that completely wrong. Hello? You guys make my night every shift, no matter how bored and depressed I admittedly get. Thank you for being here for the community and being so passionate about the series like we all are. The thing that surprised me most is that I didn't listen to the Anthem Report slash Willy Wonka slash Awesome Powers <laughs> slash the Jason Sexy Feet podcast earlier. Thank oh you for doing what God. you do. Hashtag blessed. Wow. That, that might be, I mean, I might be a little biased, but that might be the best question of the week answer we've ever gotten. <laughs> Also, we are in the process of renaming the podcast to the Answer Report slash Willy Wonka slash Austin Power slash the Jason Sexy Feet Podcast. So thank wow. you. Thank you for that. <laughs> Jip214 says, I feel like 
a couple of good moments. I feel like there are a couple of good moments, but I'm picking one that we still don't know a lot about with the secret movie in Cage 3. When I watched it for the first time, I didn't even realize who he was or was at first. I was like, whoa, who's that? Then I watched some YouTube videos and realized how dumb I was. But that's the thing. That scene with the Vera Rex and Toy Box was so quick and no one thought anything about it. For it to come back and end up being important to the franchise for the future is crazy. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Door to Light says, The ending of KH3, pre-remind. I was able to unlock the secret episode on my first try. Thank you, Internet, for providing the secret Mickey spots. But before that, I was bawling my eyes out when I saw Sora fading away, leaving Kyrie and the gang. Everyone finally got their happy ending except for my boy. I was in such distress that that secret ending popped up almost immediately after where Sora and Riku woke up in Shibuya. When that scene ended, I just yelled at the TV because I didn't know what the hell to think. P.S. I know they explain it somewhat in Remind, but I have yet to play it. I'm in a bit of a slump with the moment with the series. It's okay, though. Spoilers don't really bother me. And then Door to Light has a part two. This popped into my mind as well. I remember seeing the secret trailer slash preview for BBS as a youngin. The scene mm. where you see Aqua and Tara's face reveal. My sisters and I were convinced that Tara was Sora's dad and Aqua was Riku's mom. Boy, we were way off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Corinne says, I haven't read everyone's answers yet, so hopefully this is a new one. I think a moment that really surprised me was the intro ending of KH2 when Roxas combines with Sora. Mm. Despite some roller coaster emotions caused by Riku's going bad or Kyrie and Sora getting separated, KH1 was a relatively feel-good game. I was not expecting KH2 to start off with more loss. The compound of the sad events from KH1 on top of starting a new game, getting to know and love a new character to have him taken away in a way that we had never experienced was one of the most memorable surprise slash what the fuck moments for me in the KH series. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And then uh, this isn't this week's question, but Boomer for KH, the aptly named Boomer for KH, says, after listening to the podcast, I wanted to answer last week's question of the week. Overrated. Shion. That's it. That's the tweet. The wound had just healed. Right. And then he just ripped <laughs> off the Band-Aid. <laughs> no. He ripped it off. Anyway, Jason, uh, do you have any? Do you have an answer for most surprising moment? I mean, you came up with a question. I would hope you have an answer. Well, I think my most surprising in recent memory is definitely like after you fight Yozora. Oh, like both of those cutscenes, like whether you win or whether lose. you win or lose. Yeah, those are um, those are fucking like those ones are the ones that like. I, I think that the sh- the one with like Shibuya and everything was like kind of cool, like where it's the, Riku. The surprise there was like, holy cow, that's the dude from the video game, right? Right. From yeah. The fake video game that they made up in. Right, and that it's also Shibuya. Right. Right. But then when you fight Yozora, and then the cutscenes after that, it's so what the fuck. Right. And it that to me captures more the like secret ending mind fuck that the other games had yeah like that is on the level of that yeah i think that was that is what makes me the most excited for future games too is the uh sora getting frozen yeah or crystallized or uh well and then like waking up in the waking car waking up in the car and then Impressive, is it not? Yeah. Well, and then there's the there's the two different versions of it too. Right. Right. Which is just like what? That's the a new fuck? thing for KH. Yeah. Um, I I I think my answers are probably always gonna be some kind of secret movie. Yeah. You know, um, because that's where those surprises come up best to me. Now, I do like a lot of the answers we got, like with like okay, Roxas merging. Yeah. That was like surprising that they because that. That's more common now. Yeah. You play the first couple hours as a different character. 
and then you go to play like Assassin's Creed has done it. Like other games have done that now, yeah. but at the time, that was pretty pretty crazy for them to start that game with Roxas, and ha- and then you're done with Roxas for the rest of the game. Um, so that that's good. That's a good surprise. Sora stabbing himself was was like a surprise at the time. That too. But I I would say probably the 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 most surprised I've ever been. Maybe not ever been, but like what comes to my mind is just the original secret movie in Cage One. Yeah, and because like to someone else's point they made earlier, Kingdom Hearts is a pretty feel good kind of thing. Yeah, and it was Kingdom Hearts One especially is very um, like even the stuff that's not Disney feels Disney, right? Like Hollow Bastion just feels like it could be Maleficent's castle, yeah, or something. And like you fight like a behemoth, and he's got like a derpy face, and he ever, yeah. there's no hard edges. Everything's rounded. Yeah, yeah. And um, even to a certain extent, like the end of the world was like a darker Disney. You fight Chernabog, you know what I mean? Like it's still Disney. Yeah. Um. And the exception to that being like Ansem as a protagonist, uh, or antagonist. I'm sorry kind of being like he's ve- he's very anime and very japanese and very yeah. you know and then they this secret movie where some of the shapes of the buildings and stuff are still kind of disney-ish and they made it even more so in kh2 when they finally revealed the uh the world that never was but it felt so not what the last game was but still familiar right. and having you know bhk blonde hair kid with his two key blades and doing all these like crazy quick anime moves and then, you know, the guy that was presumably Riku, like, running up the building and all that stuff. And it was, like, a, a taste to come for the rest of the series. But it felt so much more adult, I guess. And I think that's why a lot of – there's a lot of people like you and me, uh, especially in, in my age bracket, that are, like, have this love for Kingdom Hearts because uh, I was probably too old for the kiddie stuff of Kingdom Hearts. And, and you can talk about Disney being timeless no matter, you know, like yeah, there's, there's yeah. that aspect to it. But that's the stuff that kept me going into Kingdom Hearts and going, oh, and then oh, KH2 sure. was more. And so I guess I don't know if surprising is the word, but it was. It was like, wow, this is like really cool and intense. And that's not what I expected from this secret movie. And that's what kept me going in. And they continue to do that with every game. Um, it, it seem, it's, it's almost like what Marvel does with their Avenger trailers where you're like, like if you watch the Age of Ultron trailer, you're like, "Oh, this looks dark as shit, and everybody's gonna die." <laughs> and, then, and then you watch the movie, and you're like, "Oh, it's another Avengers movie, right?" Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's almost like it's actually very similar because when you consider like Endgame, um, how everybody just disappears at the end, right? Oh, Infinity War. Or you said Endgame. Yeah, Infinity War. I'm sorry, Infinity War. Everybody just kind of disappears at the end. And then the next, you know, they get them all back at the end of the next movie. That's kind of what Kingdom Hearts did with three, except yeah. in a much smaller time frame, right? It was like, oh, everybody died, and it's like, oh, just kidding. A couple hours later, you got everybody back. Yeah. And so, like, they're they're very similar properties in that regard how they handle storytelling because they want to keep that family friendly thing, but they they try to like throw edge on it or at least make you think there's going to be more of an edge based on the trailers or the right. secret movies or whatever. So that's what's surprising to me. But yeah, I guess that's my answer. A long-winded fucking yeah. talking forever answer. Well, the other thing for me that pops into my head is when I 
I was probably like 13 or something. Mm-hmm. And it was when I was like kind of getting back into Kingdom Hearts. And I think I had just played two. And I was like, well, I want to see what else is out there. Because YouTube was more of a thing. Right. And I remember just looking up a bunch of cutscenes and watching a ton of the like. Uh, at first, I was really against because I was like, this is some weird PSP shit. <laughs> like, I was really against uh, BBS. Right. Because I was like, this isn't Kingdom Hearts. Like, who are these this people? This shit's weird, right? But then I ended up like watching all of it and being like, what the fuck? This is really dark. Like, right. And then they they're like all pretty much dead by the end of the game. Right. And uh the three five eight stuff was out too. And just being like, What the fuck? Who is this chick with black hair? I think that was like like I somehow found like the cutscene where it's Riku talking to Shion on Destiny Island. She's like talking about how she's not like a sham or whatever. Right. And I, I found that cutscene, but it was like before it is like it when it was just text like that that's how old the like the cutscene was because mm. it was like the the 3ds version of the cutscene and just being like what the fuck is going on riku's like who is this chick and what why is riku what the fuck like i i remember just trying to figure out everything that i could about the context of that cutscene and like kind of just like building the story around just random cutscenes that I could find on YouTube because there wasn't like those channels. Right. That are like, they, Hey, here's all the cutscenes of kingdom Hearts in a BBS row. Like whatever. it would just be like randomly. Yeah, like you had yeah. to find that shit. Yeah. Well, YouTube was more of the wild west back then. Right. All right, dude. Good answer. Thank you everybody who answered the question of the week. Um, I got a few suggestions in the discord for question of the week and I'm going to pick one. There's three here. And I'm going to pick the one that we've done before. Because, what the fuck? Because I think it's been a long time since we've done it. Mm. And people kind of popped off answering it. Okay. Uh, but feel free to continue to suggest stuff in the suggestions overrated, channel for question underrated. of the week. <laughs> um, yeah. Overrated, underrated. No. Um, and this is from Alex. And it says, considering I almost started a Keyblade War at, with the overrated, underrated question, it's time to unleash the fires of hell. <laughs> My question <laughs> suggestion is... What world do you want to see in Cage 4? No, no, no. Not just Disney worlds or Final Fantasy worlds. I'm talking about any world. Like fucking Super Mario or Shrek or even Mike and Jason's house. <laughs> Go fucking crazy with this one. So we have done that one before, but I want to do it again. I want to I want to re bring it back. Re remind it. I want to recode it. Reconnect it. Reconnect. So we're going to do that this week and Remix then it. Um, there are another couple good questions in here, and we'll continue to like pull from you guys when you guys have suggestions for us of questions you want to answer. So thank you, Alex, for that and everybody who does that. Um, and uh, so that's the question of the week next week. What Kingdom Heart? What property? Doesn't matter what it is, but or if it's Disney or not. Do you want to see in Kingdom Hearts four? The answer for me is Austin Powers and Willy Wonka. It always is. It all. It's all Austin Powers. It and always sometimes... has been, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Dude, it's I'm going to make that meme. It's the fucking, I've gone cross-eyed on the one that's facing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make that meme right after we're done it's recording. It's all Austin I, Powers. I'm going to post it in the Discord with no been, context. Baby. No context. <laughs> like, th- it's Tuesday right now. You guys will see it, and you'll be like, what in the fuck? I'm going to post it with no context. Oh, my God. Um. Uh, but yeah, uh, 
Anything else you want to talk about, dude, before we go? Make sure to uh, check us out on Game Over Screen. Um, come hit us up on Twitch. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna stream shortly after recording this. Yeah, Tuesdays. But it will already be gone. Thursdays around I, six p.m. EST. I've returned my heart back to Tuesday, so I can stream Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah. Um, it's really fun. Yeah, Jason's actually you're really enjoying it. You yeah. said that um. You're actually getting, like, dreading playing more because, not because you don't like the game, but because you're going to uh, miss hanging out with those characters. Right. When, when it's all said and done. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I, I don't even know what we were doing. I think we were just, like, eating or something. Or maybe we were just, like, at work or something. And I was, like, I'm really enjoying playing Final Fantasy XV. Uh, the world building is really good, yeah. and the character development's really good, especially with all the added stuff of like watching the anime yeah. and watching all the other stuff. Prompto, dude, is my and guy. We haven't even started the different episodes yet. Oh, that's, we're that's starting. What we're doing today. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're doing starting... episode Gladio. Well, we're gonna finish episode Gladio. It's not very right. long, right? But yeah, so it's like there's just gonna be even more, and right. I'm gonna like these characters even more. And then there's, I know there's no Final Fantasy 15 too, you yeah. know? So well, it's like, fuck. There might be Kingdom fuck. Hearts versus 13, where you can hang out with Noctis's brother, Yozora. <laughs> and then the guy that's the Ignis and Gladio combined, and then the guy that's Prompto and Arden combined. I think the guy that's Ignis and Gladio combined is like too hot. Yeah, that's, that's, that's too much. <laughs> too hot. It gets me way too close to Hellfire. Anyway, thank you guys so much for watching. And uh, we hope you will look forward to streams and next week's episode number 77. Lucky 77. Uh, and I just want to say before we go, I love you all. I hope everybody's staying safe. And uh, we just appreciate that we get to do this every week and have an audience that wants to listen to it and interact with us and talk to, to us about Kingdom Hearts. So thank you for that. Jason, hit him with it. May your heart be your guiding key. Thank you. Fuck off.
shit. I've never seen something so unfortunate. Handsome, <laughs> no. Are you okay, buddy? I'm so sorry. You still get your picture, you dingus, where are you going? Oh, my God.